Hello, fellow rebel capitalists. Hope you're well. So now the global elite, the central banksters, are coming out and admitting that you need to accept the fact that you're going to be poorer in the future. And in my opinion, this is their way of conditioning you to accept the Great Reset agenda. Let's get right into this article from CNBC, and you'll see what I'm referring to. Before we get into the article, guys, I want to encourage all of you to go to rebelcapitalistlive.com and get your tickets to Rebel Capitalist Live. Our speakers right here, Mike Maloney, Peter Schiff, Barnes, Kenny McElroy, Lynn Alden, Simon Black, Brent Johnson, Jeff Snyder, just to name a few. we got my good buddy Kiyosaki going to be there as a VIP guest and everyone else. This is an event you're not going to want to miss. So get your tech- tickets ASAP, Rebel Capitalist Live. We've got 16 days left, guys. So you got to get those tickets ASAP. Now let's get over to this article from CNBC. And this is actually what one of the chief economists of the Bank of England said. They're not paraphrasing what he said. This is what he said. Brits need to accept they are now poorer. And this implies that they need to accept that they will be poorer in the future. Now, before we go further, let's remember that energy is the economy. You guys have heard me say that zillions of times. I got it from my good friend, Art Berman. But if you think about it, it is absolutely correct. And if you look at global GDP, a chart, and then you look at energy use and population, they're tied at the hip. So if we have less energy use, by definition, we will all be poorer the aggregate standard of living will go down. And you guys know darn well that the two main objectives the global elite have is number one, reduce the population. Number two, reduce energy use. This is what the Great Reset Agenda is all about. It's what the whole 2050 net zero nonsense, this is what it's all about. Reducing population, reducing energy use. Because they're all Malthusians. They're part of that Malthusian cult that I always talk about. So my point is now they're trying to prime you by saying, well, you know, just due to this, this, and this, and these things that are out of our control, you're going to have to just accept the fact and you're just going to have to get used to being poor. What they're really saying is you're going to have to get used to using less energy because this is our objective. And once we condition you to using less energy, once we condition you to accept the fact that your standard of living is going to be uh, lower in the future, then we can easily get you to accept the Great Reset Agenda. I think that's what this is all about. But let's get back to the article here. Key talking points. Hugh Pill, the UK central bank's chief economist, told a podcast, comma, Workers and companies were in a game of pass the parcel. Not sure what that is. I didn't play that one. Over the impact of inflation, Pill said inflation had been generated by shocks, including Panda. No, 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 no. Wrong, wrong, wrong. See, and here is where we've got to hold their feet to the fire. We cannot allow them to get away with this. The inflation was not caused by the Cervasa sickness. The inflation was caused by the central planners' response to the Cervasa sickness. The blame is on Pill. The blame is on the central banksters, the authoritarians, the politicians. 
if 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 they would have sat back and done nothing, we would have had the Cerveza sickness. And guess how much inflation we'd have today? Answer, a lot less. I can assure you of that. Because their policies are what created the inflation. Their policies are the ones that took the currency units sky high, M2 money supply. Their policies are what destroyed the global supply chains. And those global supply chains, you just don't put them back together easy peasy. That takes a long, long time. And that was why we had or have had all of these price hikes that have crushed the poor and middle class. Let's get to the last key talking point. But he added the UK people needed to accept that the cost of goods it imports has risen more rapidly than the value of what it exports. Let me get to the bottom of what he's saying right here. He's trying to use economist speak. And here is the bottom line. Here's a chart, and this would probably be even more severe if we were looking at the UK, but this is for the United States. This goes back to January of 2021. This blue line is what happened to prices, and this is what the government admits to. So you guys know darn well that this blue line didn't really go like this. The blue line went more like this. (laughs) Went pretty much straight up here. But wages, that is something that's quantifiable, very quantifiable. So red line here, blue line more realistically like this. So then they tell you what happened to real wages. So this is all you care about. We don't care about nominal wages. If we did, Venezuelans would be the richest people on the planet Earth. What we care about is real wages. What you care about is how much you can buy your purchasing power. And what we can see is that your purchasing power has gone down dramatically. If this went to today's date, March, April of 2023, it went back to prior to the survey sickness, let's say in 2019, it would show that you are way as aggregate total. We are way poorer as a society today than we were in 2019, even though our nominal wages might be higher. And this is kind of the main thrust of what he's talking about. And you guys know darn well that the easiest way for these governments that have massive amounts of debt to bail themselves out is to try, they can or not is a different story, but try to create consumer price inflation. Well, they know darn well that wages are going to lag. So what that means, or what he's saying, is that get used to inflation because we're going to continue to try to create it. And that's going to make you poorer because your real wages are going to continue to go down. He basically wants to take the population of the UK and the West, for that matter, that you want to take the standard of living straight back to the 1950s. And well, I would argue probably straight back to the 1850s, because if they were to do that, I mean, just think about what that would do to energy use. It would plummet and think about what that would do to the life expectancy. Remember back in the 1850s, the life expectancy was what, like 40 years old, something like that. I mean, that would be their dream come true. If the life expectancy was only 40 years old, that would wipe out 3 billion people. And then the Thanos plan, snap of a finger, has been achieved. And at the, and at the, the, the core of their objectives, they're simply Thanos from that, whatever the movie was. You guys remember what he was trying to do? And it was just the Malthusian cult that they pretty much um, displayed on the big screen. That's Thanos represents the global elite. 
if you didn't know that. And it's it's the same pitch that you hear. Well, we got to wipe out 3 billion people. Why? Because there's not enough resources. And if we don't, they're going to destroy the planet. And then all humanity will go the way of the dinosaur. So if I don't come out and kill 3 billion people right now, then all of humanity is going to be extinct within 100 years. So no one has the guts to come out and kill 3 billion people right now. But I do. If I have to burden myself with that, I'm more than happy to do it. That's what Bill Gates, that's Klaus Schwab, that's, I think, Ursula at the UN, the IMF. It's all these clowns that go to Davos. That's that's their mindset. So again, my point is now they're just starting to say, hey guys, you because of things that are out of our control, that you need to use you need to get used to being poor. You need to get accustomed to the fact that your standard of living will be lower in the future and that your kids' standard of living will be lower than yours and their kids will be lower than uh, than theirs. And it just keeps going down and down and down and down. And that's what they want. And uh, they're just now having the guts to come out and say it. But getting back to the story, back to the CNBC article, companies and workers are trying to pass impact of inflation onto each other. What we're facing now is reluctance to accept that, yes, we're all worse off. Wow. I don't want to go off on a tangent. But why should we accept this? This is absolute nonsense. What we should accept is we have to get back to freedom, liberty, and free market capitalism. And if we were able to do that and get rid of these crazy central planners, get rid of the authoritarians and the Malthusian cult, then we could go back to doing what humans do very, very well. And that's pursuing their own self-interest and in the process, raising the standard of living for society at large. Here's another quote from him. To try and pass the cost onto one or more compatriots uh, and compatriots and say we'll be all right, they'll have to take our share. That pass, the parcel game, is one that's in generation. Oh, I see what he's saying. So here he's taking aim at the businesses and saying, listen, you shouldn't pass your costs onto the consumer. You should just decrease your margins and accept the fact that you're going to make less money in the future. Because if you pass those costs that we've created onto the consumer, then this is going to create more consumer price inflation. And then we're going to have to pay people more. And then we're going to have this this price wage spiral that they talk about all the time. So he's basically saying, hey, people, don't ask for a raise. And hey, businesses, if they do ask for a raise, just absorb that and don't increase your prices or we're never going to get inflate get rid of inflation because at the end of the day inflation is your fault. It's the fault of the greedy capitalists. It's the fault of those greedy workers that are trying to get higher wages. All us central planners are doing is trying to correct the mistakes that you're making. That's basically what he's saying here. Hello fellow rebel capitalists. Got a quick question for you. Are you someone that realizes we are headed straight or an economic recession, maybe even worse. Do you also realize that the government is trying to restrict your freedom, liberty, and privacy on a daily basis? We've all heard in the news lately about central bank digital currencies, and it's not a matter of if we get them, it's simply a matter of when. But although you know we're facing all of these problems, 
you don't know what to do about it. How do you protect your wealth or grow your wealth when we're dealing with a very volatile economic environment? Or how do you maintain or increase your freedom and privacy when we have this woke Orwellian government that's trying to micromanage your life? Well, fortunately, got some good news for you. I have set up an event that is focused on helping you, the rebel capitalist, find solutions to these problems. It's all set up to help you build wealth and thrive in this world of out-of-control central banks and big governments. That event is Rebel Capitalist Live. It's going to be absolutely incredible. It's in Orlando, May 12th to the 14th. We're going to have speakers like Peter Schiff, Mike Maloney, Lynn Alden, Chris McIntosh, Brent Johnson, Jeff Snyder, Robert Barnes, just to name a few. So to get more information on how you can attend this incredible event that's going to give you actionable intel that will help you prepare for the rest of 2023 and beyond, go to rebelcapitalistlive.com, and I will see you in Orlando. Here you go. He said this is not the whole story and that it was natural that the behavior of price setters and wage setters in the in economies, including the UK and the US, would change in living costs as energy bills rise. Whose fault it was that energy bills rise? Oh, that's right. Take that, Putin. Remember six months ago, nine months ago? This, is, this was the battle cry for all of the crazy politicians in the UK and in the United States. Take that, Putin. Well, we warned you that if you do those sanctions that you're going to pay for it with higher energy costs and that that would disproportionately impact the poor and middle class. And it is exactly what we are seeing play out. This was the easiest thing to predict in human history. The costs far, far, far outweigh the benefits if there are any benefits to those sanctions at all. But again, this is the, this we who do we have to blame? The same people that we have to blame for the increase in costs due to the Cervasa sickness lockdowns. It's it's the central planners and the authoritarians. It's just like straight gaslighting. They sit there and cause the problem, and then they point at you and say that you caused the problem and that they're the solution. It's complete insanity. But it's not just insanity. It's evil. That's at the core of what's going on here. It's Machiavellian. Here's another quote from him. So somehow in the UK, someone needs to accept that they're worse off and stop trying to maintain their real spending power by bidding up prices. I tell you what, if this show wasn't family friendly, I'd be dropping some serious four-letter words right here. How can this guy have the audacity? Who are you, by the way? And like my good friend Doomberg always says, you first. So Mr. Big Shot, economist, you first. So the next time you go to ask for a pay raise from the Bank of England, I will assume that Mr. Pill will not ask for a pay increase, but he will ask for a pay decrease because he's just doing his part, right? If he asks for a pay increase, then he's contributing to the inflation. So if he's truly altruistic, if he truly has good intentions, if he wants what's best for society at large, then he should go to the Bank of England today his employer, and say, pay me less money immediately. Pay me less money. I want my standard of living to go down as fast as possible because I want to do my part to combat consumer price inflation. You first, Mr. Pill. 
And it's not just him. Now they're saying they're economists at the IMF that are pretty much saying the exact same thing. I'm sure we'll get politicians and maybe not the politicians, but the economists here in the United States, just it's these talking points. We've seen this since 2020, where it's like Klaus and all of his cronies come up with a script. And then here's the key talking points. And here's how you sell the general public. And here's what you say to the mainstream media. And that goes out to the the guy that's, well, all the politicians, for heaven's sakes. <laughs> it goes out to all of them. I was going to name a few. But uh, it's easier to name the ones that, that don't buy into this nonsense. So it goes into the EU, the, the UN, the IMF, obviously the World Economic Forum. It goes to all these people, the global elite. And then they start going on TV and just regurgitating this script that comes down from the top. So my point is I can almost guarantee you that this script in the future is going to include this. You just need to get used to becoming poorer in the future. And if you don't, then you're being greedy and selfish. Unbelievable. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. As always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market capitalism. Make sure that you're getting your tickets to Rebel Capitalist Live at rebelcapitalistlive.com. The only way that we can push back against these crazy central planners and actually win this fight is if we come together as a group, like-minded individuals that have the same values, the values that this country, the United States, was built on. We have the power because there's a heck of a lot more of us than there is of them. But we have to come together now. We can't wait till sometime in the future. And the best way to take action is to meet your fellow rebel capitalists and these incredible speakers at Rebel Capitalist Live. We'll see you there soon.